2: The Drunk Women are live and unleashed on the 29th of May and the 4th of July at the Pleasance Theatre in London. Announced guests are Lizzie Roper, Ulrika Johnson, Rebecca Root and Jade Adams. Go to pleasance.co.uk for tickets. And the Drunk Women will be downing Prosecco at this year's Edinburgh Fringe. You can see them from the 3rd to the 11th of August inclusive, 7.20pm at the Underbelly Bristow Square. Tickets are now on sale at Underbelly. Edinburgh.co.uk Drunk
0: women solving
3: is Drunk Women Solving Crime. My name's Katie Wilkins and I'm an author and comedian. I'm joined by screenwriter Hannah George hello, and writer-comedian Taylor Glenn. hello. This is where Brandy meets bludgeoning, Mimosa meets misdemeanour and Port meets prostitution. It's a true crime podcast with a twist of lime. Coming up on Drunk Women Solving Crime. She invented the knighthood, Margaret
4: Knight. She invented the concept of knight. She invented a deadly light shade. I mean, do you know what?
3: I cannot disprove that. She invented a night light. Let me just yeah. get you Sorry. up to speed with I'm bound soaked.
1: paper bags, motherfuckers. Can't
0: we can masturbate but. with
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> can we? It's good if you're having like a kind of like panic attack, it's great to masturbate with.
3: <laughs> you can keep working.
1: Now it's time. For drunk, drunk women
3: solving crime. We are joined today by the fantastic comedian, screenwriter, host of the Guilty Feminist Podcast, it's Deborah Francis
1: Wyoming. Hello, yes. hello, hello,
4: thank you so much for having me. And can I say when I turned up tonight, yeah. I was buzzing <laughs> on the flat door. Is it okay to say this that we're in a flat? Do yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. people know that? Okay. <laughs> I don't want to give the address away because you'll be stalked <laughs> yeah. But oh, I, if I was only. buzzing on the flat door no one was there and I thought, oh. And then this handsome man (laughs) came up behind me and said, are you looking for drunk women? And the tip-off might have been that I was holding a bottle of vodka. And I said, do you know I'm looking for drunk women? And that's not the first time I've been asked that. And the answer is always a yes. And then he said, I'm married to somebody... Um, and uh, he, he just said, said I'm, somebody yeah, he <laughs> said I <"I'm laughs> married somebody famous from drunk women solving crime
1: <laughs> and uh, well one of us is married to Richard Herring the other one is not married so it's definitely Taylor
4: <laughs> and he said he didn't say that he just said I'm married to one of the drunk women and uh, I thought so specify I thought mm, uh, it could be a Mormon big love thing going on keeping <laughs> his options <laughs> open Yeah. any Mormons yeah. listening please don't be offended I know that you are not poly. um Uh, Not amorous, it's poly... Icarus. monogamous, poly- monogamous. Poly- Oh poly- Jesus I know this polygamous word. poly yeah look well I say polygamous poly- Mormons by saying I'm implying they're polygamous you've offended them more by saying Jesus so <laughs> uh, yeah um, so I used to be a Jehovah's Witness so I can make these niche religion jokes oh I like it um, my
1: sister wives really enjoy this yeah. <laughs> yeah. he said
3: no I'm i think they
0: have no idea what polygamous is because we're think, like, like polygamous centrifugal
4: is, it's let's a do good litmus this
3: litmus test can we say polygamous can we come
4: <laughs> polygamous.
3: polygamous poly oh man
4: anyway I'm
0: down with that if you guys are in polygamous
4: some... it's not poly it's polygamous, polygamous. polygamy polygamous I, polygamous. I just polygamous. what the word is I know the word <laughs> now listen god it's listeners. like I'm not even here how many husbands do you have right now listeners I need you to know that when they say it's drunk women solving crime <laughs> they serve you some serious cocktails <laughs> Yeah. serious now on the girls of feminist you'll know me as cogent and articulate <laughs> <laughs> no 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 no, 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 my friends, because I now think the word is polygamous. <laughs> because I have had a number of Taylor's muddled vojitos. Uh, uh, yes. Now, the reason they're is I brought vodka because I thought, you know, be polite. And <laughs> uh, I brought very icy vodka, but I didn't bring any mixers. And so uh, Taylor then went and created in her kitchen a vodka mojito, which I christened wittily. <laughs> After two of them. Uh, So it might not be as witty in the morning. Who's to say? It's anybody's game. Uh, I I christened them a vejito. And I think, uh, could you, Taylor, could you please tell the listeners what is in a vejito? um it's a few parts (laughs) i don't have the exact
0: ratios so i had some i didn't know that mint would grow like crazy if you plant it it just grows it's like a weed it's crazy delicious weed um so it's a whole lot of mint Mint. i use two limes per drink
3: oh my god so you treat
0: it like a mojito i put a little golden caster sugar in there and then uh two double shots of vodka and just <laughs> shook them up with some ice and serve it straight like a martini.
4: She
1: used a muddle. a muddle, it. I muddled it. Also earlier, Taylor was like bragging to us that she had golden caster sugar because she <laughs> genuinely thought it was like this thought English really thing. Fancy. Yeah,
4: <laughs> You have golden? made a delicious minty yeah. vojito and I recommend that all the listeners before, just pause the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> go, and, go, and ma- go and muddle yourself a long cold vejito. go and muddle yourself <laughs> and the trick is the vodka should be in the freezer yes. now you haven't had time to put it in there so this is going to be awful for you but uh, get a little bit of ice make yourself a long cold uh, drunk women solving crime trademark vajito yes. yeah baby cheers and join in
1: join in the crime solving inebriated fun Aww. I mean a lot of people listen to this on their way to work and I've got to say just do it <laughs> do it like that's fine. They, it's take, in a your bag. Bag. they yes. take a hip flask. They take a hip flask.
3: Okay. We're going to have to get cracking. Deborah, can you tell us, have you ever been the victim of a crime?
4: You know I have. Um, <laughs> I So, okay. Crime number one. They're all related. Crime okay. number one. Uh, when I was a student in Oxford,
1: uh-huh. I had
4: a little cottage in a part of a student accommodation. Ooh. Went away for a long weekend, came back, burgled. Oh literally footprints on the bed oh, like God, an crime on the scene bed.
0: like but, a cartoon robbery oh
4: cartoon robbery but here's the kicker oh. the criminals yeah had the burglars if you will yeah shouldn't call them criminals oh. it's, it's 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 stereotyping them and I mean. the burglars <laughs> burglars if you will had got out the chess set and played a game of chess.
1: Fuck what? fucking Oxford. <laughs> fucking Oxford. It's such
4: an Oxford crime. Oh wow! Even the burglars will have a quick game of chess. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, true story, true story. Yeah. Crime number two. Okay. Just after I left Oxford. Why did Oxford. they walk on the bed? Oh, is that just, where they played chess? I think no, no. The chess set was downstairs in the living room. It was room. just part of it, the.
0: We're not allowed on here. <laughs> I think it was more like
4: being quick. But there was, like, muddy footprints on the bed, like just jumping over the bed, grabbing a, I suppose, I don't know.
3: And then, oh, we've got time for chess, actually. Now that (laughs) we've saved all that time jumping on the bed. Fascinating,
4: though. Fascinating.
3: I, I, I just, we were just like, the police were like,
4: I think they said they might have been looking for something in the chess set. Like, sometimes people keep... Things in there. Oh, yeah.
1: Just like how a, posh do you have to be to keep like your best jewellery? Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. pop it in the chest set. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did have a tiara did in there, the darling. List. I did not.
4: I did not. Just to be clear. <laughs> Crime number two. I've just graduated from Oxford. I live in a friend's basement in Camden.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, they don't force me. I live there willingly. It's <laughs> um, not the crime. <laughs> it's a long weekend. It's a cut, picture, if you will, a bank holiday weekend in May. It's Saturday okay. morning. It's five in the morning. I'm intending to go away with my partner. Uh, but uh, I wake up. I wake up. I think, oh, I fancy a drink of water. I reach for my bedside table. And as my eyes are adjusting to the early morning light, Uh-oh. I see crouched down in the corner of the room a man oh, oh my no! he was staring at me oh. and he just freezes and I freeze oh, uh-huh. and he freezes and I freezes and then I say Tom Tom there's a man in the room <gasps> now Tom and I are not wearing much and we're on a low futon bed because we've I've just left uni and we're, we're still in the student phase <laughs> and uh, and Tom was like wow oh, oh, and wakes up and the man in a James Earl Joan voice says stay, stay there oh, oh. And he stands God. up and he's got a silver box <gasps> that could be a camera case, but in fact has my makeup in it. Oh. It's a silver like cosmetics case. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I say there's only makeup in that. <sighs> because honestly, the TV is insured. Right. Mm-hmm. The phones are insured, but makeup. It takes so long to collect, to collect that and put that together. It's so valuable to me, and he is only going to dump it in a bin. Yeah. yeah. Because that particular shade of Estee Lauder <laughs> foundation, which can now can, no longer, can <laughs> no longer be got for love <laughs> nor money. <laughs> Is worthless to him yeah but it's got a plus it's an SPF uh, 30 class <laughs> and you just can't walk into any shop and it's expensive you know when yeah. I was still I was literally just graduated from uni and it's really expensive and I've saved yeah. up for that and I'm just like
0: you make that foundation last for like what seven you want,
4: years 100%, yeah 100% and yeah. I'm like take what you want leave the makeup <laughs> it's valueless to you But I will stand between you and the liquid eyeliner. (laughs) (laughs) I've got three on the go in there, and they're all half used. Yes. (laughs) And I noticed you're wearing none. So (laughs) leave my premises with anything you want, including my childhood photographs. Ah. But back the fuck off the lipstick queen. (laughs) They don't do that shade anymore. Anyway, (laughs) he drops the makeup. Wow. And walks out. And um, for some reasons, you know how you normally have your mobile phone plugged in by the bed? Yeah. But for some reason, we'd left our mobiles in the living room. Right. And it was like, because it was a basement, it was like a Japanese screen. Um, I mean, it was was a proper wall, but it was sort of like, um, it was styled on a Japanese screen. So it was a a perspex, so you could sort of see through the wall. And we could see cutting the cords to the television and the... Uh, DVD player because those were the days when we had a DVD player <laughs> um, and the sparks were flying and apparently burglars do that because it's quicker to cut the cords and they can reconnect the cords but it's oh my harder God, to unplug to them. all the plugs I spaghetti. did not know Plug- that yeah, yeah, you can reconnect there's oh a cuff. funny God. image of
0: like wrapping it around wrapping your hand. it around yeah. <laughs> so he's cutting and, the the cords and
4: we can see all the sparks and he went and then Tom went out and we were like so disconcerted it was like five in the morning so he went out got the phone came back in up, called the police and the guy came back and was moving. It was like he was moving out. He oh. doing trips to the car. <laughs> how did Stop he get into your flat? He'd, there was a, <laughs> it was a basement. It was a big window and he'd pulled it up. And it was large, but he was with, just with one of those sort of like, you know, little things.
0: Sorry. I'm efficient enough
4: that I'm going to cut the cables oh. to the TV because it takes too long. Yeah. But I will go to my car and come yes. back because there's still room in there. And so at this point, Tom's on the phone to the police and he says he's back. The police get there I reckon 30 seconds after he Wait, leaves. Sorry, oh what? Wow. 30 seconds. And then Tom starts saying I should have defended our home. I should have stood up to him and the police say Aww. Oh no. This burglar was definitely somebody who was addicted to a substance. Oh. Because was it chess? Mm. Was it? <laughs> okay. He was We've not addicted to heights of Oxford behind. <laughs> now. No, we're in Camden now. There's There's no no sorry, I beg your pardon. There's no no street name. Yeah, smack. exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in Oxford, oh, that is chess. the street name for smack. <laughs> it's chess. Oh my God, I want. Uh, I, I, what's a backgammon right uh, now? No. Uh, your move, your move.
4: <laughs> 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 um, the police officer says, no, no, no. the evidence that he was strong enough to open a window that was locked right which you get extra strength apparently from oh when you're desperate for heroin oh it sounds great
1: there's all all sorts of things I can't um,
4: lift (laughs) and also they said the main thing is his face he allowed his face to be seen because not only Ah. did I see his face yeah he, he opened the door they said a real burglar a professional burglar yeah cannot have their face seen because that's their career over. R- wow. it's the opposite of our career, gang. <laughs> Where we want our face on every Edinburgh Festival Street corner. That's right. Faces are all darlings. But for a burglar, the opposite. Sure. And when I get a little bit older, that's the way I'm going to go. So... <laughs> um, if they, if your face is seen and then you're on a list, it's much more difficult for you to continue your career, okay. and advance in it, and it's even harder for a woman. Uh, don't ask me why. It just is. We know, <laughs> we know. <laughs> um, so and, and and you know, so few female burglars, and when they are female burglars, they're referred to as female burglars. And they yeah. hate it. Oh. Burglarets, outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> burglarens. You think that I'll
0: be equal under the Balaklavis? But
4: <laughs> no, no. So they said, no, 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 he was, he mm. was someone who was taking risks. Normally they just take the TV. because right. so nobody you're crouches home. by a futon. Like, you're not going to get lower than Crouching. that. <laughs> Crouching. <laughs> like, nice try. And, and then it turned out, he left that room with nothing because he dropped the cosmetics case because yeah. I told him to. He was fearful of me when he knew, he thought, I'm not coming between a woman and her makeup. I'm yeah. very high on a substance and absolutely desperate oh. for my next hit. And... Doing but, over this whole street, they'd done a, he'd done over the whole street. Wow! It was bank holiday weekend, and oh, everyone's had gone, gone away.
1: Wow! Uh,
4: but I will not come between a woman and her Max Factor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, and I said to Tom, "Look, we can get another television, but I don't want a violent altercation in my house. Yeah. You know, like I just don't, I don't, I don't kind of don't want that. Um, so." uh we went away for the week. we were going away for the weekend like the cliche that he thought we were <laughs> but uh we we went away that day and i remember sleeping with the lights on and coming back oh, and like being really yeah, like, you like so mm. violated. it makes you shaky for ages yeah 100%. you don't feel safe um but then not long after i'm just walking down camden high street got my handbag hmm. and i've got a little cosmetics case just peeping out a little gold cosmetics case and a man <gasps> mugs me for it uh, do you know why he thinks it's a like a wallet or something. Yeah. And again, I see my makeup being taken from <laughs> me, and I will not stand for it. Oh, Second just... time I protected my makeup. I, <laughs> I, I went to. I'm a feminist bar. <laughs> I
2: protected I will. my We're makeup. From my,
4: I, I, and this is what you should not do, listeners. You should not do. I lunged towards the man, yes. screaming, yes. and said, "Drop my makeup!" And he did, and he ran. <laughs> oh my God
3: yes
4: and then finally okay. the fourth time huh also in camden this <laughs> not long ago i'm walking home i use my iphone on the high street i come off the high street into my street in camden mm. which is a bit of a leafy side street and a man has clearly at this point uh have been following me uh. because suddenly i feel this bag, my bag being tugged behind me and he's trying to grab it and in it is Some my makeup. laptop. Oh, no. Okay. no. Mm. I was gonna say. There probably is a lipstick, but that's not what I worry about. Okay. <laughs> I've just been writing a screenplay, which I've been commissioned to write. Yeah. To, to him, he gets 100 quid at a pawnbroker yeah. for a laptop, but I can't Get write that this. Work back. Oh, I can't write this whole screenplay again. Mm. I can't. Mm. It takes so long to write it. And I've been commissioned and I'm being paid for it.
3: Yeah.
4: And I can't give the advance back. And I can't, I, I'm just no. like, okay. And my instinct, again, you should not do this. <laughs> he could have had a knife or anything. But I turn—I will not let go of it. Because <laughs> I'm aware what's in it. And I turn around and I lunge towards him. Yes. And I scream. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and he's this kid, you know. And I just oh, looked at him. Man. And he's got a hoodie on. And he's a kid. And I just felt for him so much. Because I was just like, your brother or someone's told you, you had a Nick offense. If you had better opportunities than this, you would not be doing Yeah. Mm. So I really wanted to chase after him so I scream at him and he starts running and I go yeah you better run <laughs> <laughs> but I can towards see a better future <laughs> if you just listen to and I well I want to run him run, run after him and trip him up and yeah. r- offer to retrain him <laughs> <laughs> because I felt so bad for him because I was like you are doing this you yeah, don't want to be doing this you're terrified yeah. of no me no one's
3: first choice
2: it's yeah. no one's
4: first choice and you have to remember mm. that if someone burgles your home or grabs your bag as angry as you might feel and as as violated as you might feel it's not their first choice
3: mm. what would you say now if you had the perp in the room but you have multiple perps and you actually shouted at some of them so the ones that got away would you say anything to them um, or you want to tell that kid to get training
4: okay the chess players can fuck the fuck off
3: <laughs> they
4: were they were sort of proactively doing over houses and i and i yeah. have a feeling that
3: They were doing it jauntily too.
1: That was their first
3: choice. I
4: feel it was their first choice, yeah. I mean, I'm sure not their first
1: choice, but they had probably had other choices. It's kind of sarcastic as well. Yeah. To be like, not only did I burgle your house, but I was in here for like 40 to 60 minutes.
0: It was was 100% Boris Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Or Jacob Rees-Mong
4: taking the piss. Um, The second one, um, that guy, I think it was very heavily addicted to something. And again, I would say... I'm such a bleeding heart liberal. But he needs I would a program. say he needs a program, he needs help. He didn't hurt us and he could have. Yeah. And I feel like he left and he the did, makeup. He dropped the makeup, <laughs> and for that, he i will said, always be thankful. <laughs> if you are listening, if you are listening, burglar, you know, you know, you know what you saw, and you know, presumably he lives. He probably loves a lot of true crime podcasts. He's, he's yeah.
0: our target audience, really.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um, the 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 and the guy in the who oh. mugged me in the street. I don't was such a flash in the pan. Mm. Um, but the last guy the little guy in the hoodie. Yeah. I'm like, if wherever you are, mm. I would love to give you some training. And I mm. think, you know what, you're brave and you could be doing some corporate training or something like that. And I yeah. would help you.
3: I will uh, we'll get in touch. So yeah. any, uh, any criminals listening, if yeah. you are young enough, we can retrain. Deborah can retrain you. Now it's
1: time for drunk women solving crime. All right.
3: Listen up. Knuckleheads. We've got a case to crack. Um, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you some facts. The year is 1868. Ooh. A woman takes a man to court. Question, why do we think a woman would be taking a man to court in 1868?
4: Uh he's a bad landlord Ooh. and he's let her roof leak. I know this cuz Ami- <laughs> Amelia Lanyard did this. This was that she was in she was Jacobean at this point early 1600s. But she would always be taking men to court because they weren't keeping up the property. Interesting. And there's a play about her on the West End at the moment called Amelia. Oh, oh, yeah, we just bought tickets. Yeah, we did. It's genuinely amazing. So I would say it's something like that. He has, uh, he's a bad employer or he's a bad landlord or he's a
1: bad husband in general. He Um,
0: sold her some faulty
3: something. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. any advice? I just
1: don't see how a man could do anything terrible to a woman in the Asian <laughs> <laughs> Okay,
3: V, do you know Truth. what? And really good point. Thank and you. Um, really awesome guesses. They are not correct. What? Um, <laughs> she... Wow, Deborah's just stormed out. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but really, really interesting though. Um, she is actually suing him. Mm. Um, and it's not for bad landlording. Any other reasons why we think she could be suing him? He's plagiarized her work. <gasps> yes. No! Nice! That is ding 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 well, jackpot. Like this woman's name is Margaret Eloise Knight and she has filed a patent interference lawsuit. Mm. Uh, so she is saying that he has stolen her invention. Excellent.
4: <gasps> oh, yes. what has she invented? Is it a vibrator? Please make it be a vibrator. <laughs> do
3: you know what? It's not, but
1: I... Th- but you could use it as a vibrator, <laughs> <laughs> which is true for most things, if oh. you just shake it around enough. <laughs> That's um,
3: true. Wait, I thought you said she was a writer. So no, like no, well, straight. I it, do things with books that you should Or paper do. cuts. <laughs> it not mean to mislead you. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it right, was right, right. theft of yeah, 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 yeah. intellectual thing, but yeah. but... You know, yeah. So
1: yeah. Property.
3: Yes, but kind of. But yes. So <laughs> we're real detectives, uh, right? This woman is Margaret Knight. So at the time, she is thirty years old. She's taking a man called Charles Anand to court for for a patent that she says is rightfully hers. She invented the knighthood. A. <laughs> eh? She invented the knighthood. Margaret Knight. Um, she invented the concept of knight. She invented deadly nightshade. I mean, do you know what? I cannot disprove that. She invented a nightlight. Uh, no, I will, don't, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get okay, to I'm that. Sorry. Um, I've, I've, I've,
4: I've come too quickly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you've actually, you've jumped to my next question. So I was going to say, what do you think she invented? And you think deadly nightshade. <laughs> <laughs> I've
4: heard this podcast before. I knew what the next question was and I anticipated it Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm I saying did. she invented the knighthood. Obviously, I know that's not true. Older. Yeah. She invented the concept of night. Obviously, older. She invented the Night Light
1: or Deadly Nightshade. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't really think those things. I was just trying to be clever. I think she invented M. Night Shyamalan.
3: <laughs> Sorry, do we know where this is? Do you it's know so... what? It, I wasn't going to make you guess that, so I'll just tell you it is America. Yeah, oh, she's okay. suing
1: someone, Taylor.
3: It's
1: of course she's fucking yeah. America.
3: <laughs> I really want to get this. I feel
0: really competitive all of a sudden. Let's do this. Okay. okay. Is okay. Any hints. <laughs> oh, is the... it something to do with industry? Like it's going to help with... A factory process. Yeah. Like it's an extruder or it's a slicer or it's
3: going to help you a mass vent. produce Ooh, a vent. Shall I just tell you guys? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, please. So it is the patent for a machine that makes brown paper bags.
1: <laughs> I think it was <laughs> going <laughs> to take us a long time to <laughs> guess that. That could not be less exciting.
3: Uh,
0: well, well uh, I mean, just, you're going to eat those words. Oh, shit, okay. Well, well no, we can't. It could. masturbate with but.
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Can we? It's good if you're having, like, a kind of, like, panic attack. It's great to masturbate with.
3: <laughs> you can keep wanking. No, all right, this is it, <laughs> right? Let me just yeah. get you Sorry. up to speed with I'm bound psyched. paper bags, motherfuckers. Yeah. So... Right, it's 1868, Mm -hmm. there were no brown paper bags at this time. Well, there were, but there were no good brown paper bags at this time there were basically three options number one shops sometimes wraps goods up in a paper cone like chips but mm-hmm. it was bad it was messy stuff fell out Yeah. number two there was an envelope type of paper bag which could be mass produced so it was still sort of cheap but it was a similar problem the bottom was glued in a V shape and it had gusseted sides that expanded which limited what each bag could hold and stuff fell out this is all facts uh, that hold true for the first bras <laughs> <laughs> um, option number three you could have handmade paper bags that could hold stuff they were expensive because they were handmade they were still a slightly weird shape stuff fell out it was actually an extra option um option number four string bags expensive and for all we know stuff fell out so <laughs> it's a huge bras. problem i've never I think. had that problem oh. <laughs> nothing has ever
0: fallen i love out that bra. your flat chest has become like a running <laughs> it <has>. it's <laughs> a running theme in
1: this podcast it's kind of weird
3: i never I never would have known but now i know <laughs> um so everyone's up to speed with yeah, Victorian yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, so, she invents square-bottomed brown paper bags. Mm. And I think mm. I need to tell you how much better that is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a much more useful mm. shape, but it's
3: harder to mass-produce. It takes a genius type of mind to invent something like that. So, Margaret goes to patent her invention in 1868, only to discover that a patent for that machine has already been awarded to a Mr. Charles Annan. She is shocked and appalled. Fucking Chuck. Uh-huh. Always stealing her. Our- Steely bag, glory. Cool. Yeah, she alleges that he stole her idea and it goes to court. So we ne- we're going to go into more detail. Where are we? What state? Where are uh, we? It's- I must know. We're in a few different states, okay. which I will get to. Mm-hmm. Um, the bag belt. The I bag belt of the US. <laughs> she is from New York, but I think some of this is in Boston by the time she's trying to do this. But mm-hmm. basically, when this first happens and she alleges that he did this, What do we think that Charles Anand's defense was? Have a guess. You're not going to like it.
0: I came up with the idea at the same time. It was just simultaneous. It's like comedy. (laughs) We just came up with the same idea.
4: I came up with the idea and you stole it from me. uh And we were dating at the time and I told you about it. And you know that. And you know that you did, Maggie. You know that you did. Oh, gaslighting.
1: <laughs>
3: gaslighting.
4: <laughs> You're and too I, good at this game.
1: And <laughs> I woke
0: up and you were crouched by my
3: futon. <laughs> holding and holding any paint Hannah George.
1: Well, I think I'm with Deborah. Brutal. yeah. I think that yeah, he gaslighted, gaslighted her. It. Yeah.
3: Okay. Um, his excuse, is his defense is even better than that. Um, he, in court, uh, he said, no woman could ever design such an innovative <gasps> machine. It was oh. utterly impossible. That right. was his defense. Right. Fucking um, hell, man. So we like in Charles. I hope he wins the court case. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, You don't understand square bottoms. I know that's not how he speaks, but it it does in my head.
1: Do you remember what it's like being in your 20s? I sometimes look back at that period of my life and laugh just as much as I cringe. If you do the same, then you've got to watch Queenie, the new original series on Hulu. Who is Queenie? Queenie is a 20-something year old living in London. She's facing all the firsts first major heartbreak, first shitty apartment and soul-sucking job, first therapy session to work through those mommy issues. Can she turn her quarter-life crisis into a revolution? Maybe. Will she make some questionable decisions along the way? Definitely. The new series Queenie is now streaming on Hulu.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down.
3: it is so my questions to you plural okay number one based on the information so far who do you think is telling the truth about inventing this but question number two who do you think wins
4: uh the woman is telling the truth and the man wins <laughs> and do you know how i know that i've lived in the world <laughs> for some time do you know all my life actually don't want to brag i've lived in the world and uh i've i've uh i've seen some things and so therefore I'm going to go down to Ladbrokes right now <laughs> and put all my life savings on uh, She's Right, He Wins. Okay. No
1: further questions, Your Honour. Okay. <laughs> well, I sort of like, I mean, so she went to put a patent on it and, yeah. and there was already a patent there. So yeah. he'd already done that, which yeah. suggests to me they knew each other before. Because oh, yeah, if, they obviously knew each other before. Yeah. So mm. he, he said,
4: her pretty little head... Couldn't possibly come up with anything that was mechanical.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, do you think maybe they were a thing and they invented yeah, the bag Yeah, either a together. thing or friends or
4: brother and sister or, you know, yeah. neighbors. I'm or loving that. She was, was his employee. She was his yeah. employee. She made, you know, it happened a lot that mm. enslaved people who were African-American mm. um, uh, came up with patents yeah. and their... Uh, the white people who had enslaved them took the patents because they figured... No one's going to believe. Yeah, they figured they were the rightful uh, owners of them. Oh, God. And so a lot of the early patents, and I found this out when I was researching my book, Sunday Times bestseller, stop going on about (laughs) it. There's no need. There's no need. (laughs) I've asked you to stop. It's embarrassing. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: These people listening to this will be like, oh, they must have edited out when (laughs) Katie...
0: So, but yeah, no, yeah. I'm going to go against yeah. the grain with a bit of like, sometimes history surprises mm-hmm. us. I mean, mm-hmm. r- very rarely. <laughs>
4: does, it? does it, Taylor? Really? Does okay. it surprise us?
3: Come on! <laughs> okay, so you think she wins? I don't. <laughs> okay. okay, I'm going to give maybe you Maybe some-
4: she does. Listen, maybe that's why you're talking about it. Because this is no, the I one time in the 1800s like,
1: a woman won.
3: But like, just based on... Because obviously I'm going to leak further information to you now. Yeah. So you can change your guesses. Um, I want a Maggie but I just, Wash history. I just do thought, it. off the bat, what do we feel? Which way do we feel it's going? I just wanted mm. to test the water and we can mm. change. So I'm going to give you a bit about Margaret's background. Please do. She was born in 1838 in New York and she certainly does have previous as an inventor. She gets <laughs> as an inventor, okay. But <laughs> <laughs> she gets described as a tomboy. She always loved tinkering and making toys for her brothers and sisters. Apparently, her kites and sleds were the envy of all the neighborhood kids. Oh, yeah. uh, then tragedy strikes. No. Her oh. dad dies, oh. and the family, when she's about ten, the family have to move to New Hampshire, where Margaret and her siblings become part of the child labor force that powered New England's fabled <laughs> textile mills. Oh, the past was
4: such good times. Right? I mean, history is <laughs> awesome.
3: But, you know, we should turn our frowns upside down because if we didn't have child labour, we might not have a paper bag invention. <laughs> no. uh, it's all
4: great,
1: right? <laughs>
3: um, so she starts work age 10 in this cotton mill and then something happens there when she's aged 12. Question, what do we think that is? Um, she gets
4: a promotion or she gets adopted into a family. Oh, okay.
3: I like it. Any advance on that? Does she have an accident? Very close Okay She dies Um, And is resurrected
1: As a ghost (laughs) The the paper bag ghost (laughs) I was so distracted During that Because I was thinking About my Nana Worked in a mill And for years I thought she worked In a windmill And I just thought It was amazing I can imagine (laughs) Literally I just thought it's Nana, she was in a windmill like Jonathan Creek. Um, Down on the stair going
4: <laughs> click clickety click on the stair.
1: And then my mum explained to me, no, it was a I think it was a cotton mill. It was in Yorkshire he in like she the nineteen twenties. I literally shit. thought she was in like a fucking windmill. Oh. Oh. That's actually that's actually very triggering, Katie. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. um what was the question? Okay,
3: um, so the question clo- What's was, close to an accident? Asthma. Okay. She has I, asthma. So when so when she's 12, she witnesses an accident oh. in the mill.
1: Is it Jonathan and... Creek? Yes. No.
3: Someone <laughs> has no. a pointy bottomed bear. Okay. <gasps> she witnesses an
1: accident and invents
4: a machine to stop the accident happening again. Ding oh! ding 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 ding. Yes! Ding. That's yes. amazing. Um Deborah Francis yeah. White, right. you a are yeah. promoted.
3: <laughs> yeah. That is a very astute. So I'm a feminist,
4: but I am feeling pretty smug about beating all the other drunk women.
3: To <laughs> <last> <laughs>
0: I'm like, my cha- nanny cheers. is like, yeah. I have an anecdote that won't help us. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't that was even about you. That was about myself. I'm sorry. I loved the windmill. I loved it.
1: Sorry, I had to continue before this gets okay, too. Okay,
0: so um...
3: <laughs> She she saw a steel tipped uh-huh. shuttle fly off a power loom at high speed, causing grievous injury to another worker. Oh, we can't have that. That's not and funny. this gave her a great idea. And unlike most of her other cases, the idea was not that she liked to see people in pain. Attach the um, shuttle
0: cock to something. It's not a shuttle. Yeah, clock, so her
3: first something. invention, as Deborah has correctly guessed, it was a shuttle restraint wow. that kept shuttles from flying off the loom whenever a thread broke. So it's basically a device that would automatically stop a machine if something got caught in it. Um, so the mill owner installed her auto stop guards on all of his looms and Knight was still in her teens when her invention swept the cotton industry question do we think she thought to patent this idea no no she did not she was a child she, yeah she, she was 13, 14 was 12, 12 yeah. as if well, she knew oh yeah. oh i don't know i'll go and paint and project myself so she never saw a penny for it jump forward in time she's in her 20s we're going to get to the columbia bag paper company in springfield ma Which state is MA? Massachusetts. Massachusetts. So in her 20s, Margaret started work at the Massachusetts Columbia Paper Bag Company. She was one of the people making the bags by hand for $1.50 to $3.50 a week, working 10 hour days. Oh, I thought you were um, going to say per
0: bag. I'm like, that's not bad. That's all <laughs> <not> right. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So weekend. this was
3: mind-numbing, repetitive work. And these were the bags that would be the envelope style with the bottoms glued together in the V-shape. I don't need to tell you guys this. Um, paper bag fans might be thinking, but what
0: type of bag? Paper bag, bag fans, <laughs> we, we don't want to leave out the paper, paper bag bags. Paper bags
4: are coming back because of recycling. Plastic's mm, out, yeah. gang. Pa- mm. Do you know what? Maggie's invention is so on the way back. It's so on yeah. trend 2020. Yeah.
1: Well done, Maggie. <laughs> oh, if any of um, her like, descendants are out there. You're gonna get a sweet payout, right? Well,
4: possibly. We don't don't know.
3: Stay tuned, listeners. Keep the Jeopardy. Go, Um, Knight family. So, Jordan Knight
0: from Kids um, on the Block. He's a descendant. Seriously, they're from Boston. I guarantee. Same family.
3: So, as we have discussed, this job was stupidly boring and repetitive. (laughs) So while she was working, Margaret night was thinking how much more useful paper bags would be if the bottoms were flat <laughs> fans of paper bags will know that if you had to make a flat bottom bag without a machine that did it mass produced it's very labor intensive uh, you'd have to fold and glue the seams that go inside the flat bottom bag known in the paper bag industry as a satchel bottom bag Flat, flat bottom bags the, the go around Okay.
4: We all had the same idea, they but are. none of us had the same lyrics. <laughs> yeah. all, the s-
3: <laughs> all the same tune. <laughs> okay. So Knight's inventor brain kicked into high gear with an idea for a machine that could cut, fold, and glue all those seams together with the turn of a crank to produce paper bags that would be the forerunners of the flat bottom bags found everywhere today, from McDonald's drive-through window wow. to your local market. I say your local Taylor's local market in America. Um, where they have the paperbacks until market. they all come to England when My we or recycle. So, Walmart. within a month, she had a sketch of one, and within half a year, she had a working wooden model that would cut, fold, and glue the bags together with the turn of a crank. Though nice rickety, fun. as described by a witness later in court, it pumped out more than 1,000 bags. Wow, but over mm. what kind of time? Um, I'm not sure. 1,000 bags like, every practice. 10 years is <laughs> not a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over like... Sometime. Okay. I'm going to say a day.
4: I mean, yeah, like a day. A That's a day. good. I'm going to say 10,000 bags a day. Why would you say 10,000 bags otherwise? It's not yeah. going to be an hour. It's the 1800s. It's okay. going to be a day. Okay. So. Oh,
0: this woman's brain, imagine if she had just had. Oh, this frustrates a me. A penis? What? Like, That's uh, basically what yeah. she says at the end yeah, of her life. Anyway, um, we'll yeah. get to that. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say an education, but. <laughs> and and <laughs> opportunities. And an opportunity. And yeah. And- <laughs> Whatever it takes to get that. Okay.
3: So, Knight is older and wiser. She decides she's going to patent this invention this time. Um, Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to get screwed over like those cotton bastards did. So, she makes this wooden prototype of her design, but she couldn't patent that because there were quite strict rules about how to patent something, and the patent office required something else. Question, what did the patent office require? Sorry, what did she have? So, she has a wooden prototype of her design... But that mm. is not admissible to a patent office because they need something specific. What do you think they, do they need? They need an actual prototype of her design, or they need evidence that no one else has has uh, invented this. They need an iron prototype for some reason.
4: Oh wow! So it was the
1: wood, the wood was the problem. Yeah.
3: So she couldn't submit an, a wooden one. She had to have an iron one. An
1: iron
4: paper
3: bag. Well, an iron machine that would make the paper bags. So she's got a wooden machine that makes the paper bags by she turning. She couldn't afford an iron one, but she needed an iron one.
4: That is. Right.
3: Well specific. So, so she's mm, she's yeah. made the wooden one herself, um, but she can't make the iron one herself, so she needs help to make the iron one. Um Uh-oh. I know who she
4: Oh goes for eight.
1: fuck's sake. My name's she, Chuck and she I goes got to access. this she goes
3: to Charlie. Well, I
4: get access she to a goes to
3: a machine shop for fabrication in Boston and that yeah. is where she meets Charles Anand. Oh.
1: But he doesn't Charminous. work
3: at the machine shop. Yeah. He was just in the machine shop. So, What, just hanging about in a machine well, shop? Well, kind of. loitering
4: around, a customer. It
3: was actually weirdly hard to find out that much about him too. So work proceeds at the machine shop and he's another machinist, according to some versions of this. But he's not working <laughs> on this. I tried to be subtle, but <laughs> drink.
4: She's just adding those alcohol pouring <laughs> sound effects to make it sound like some woman's solving <laughs> crime. Um, she's really pouring water onto a bat. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not wine into a glass at all. <laughs>
3: to the windmill. Um, <laughs> a little marble. so clogs. Um, <laughs> Charles. A Nan um stopped by to examine the proceedings with Knight's permission and he expressed interest in her designs. He stopped by often. Too often. To too often the Charles. Words. Yeah. And he stopped by this Mr. Abbott's shop and he told Mr. Abbott that he wasn't planning to make a machine of his own. He was just curious about how it worked. Oh, oh. when they're curious
4: about your ideas in yeah. a meeting, do you know what they're gonna do? Steal your ideas. Yes they are. And then suddenly you see your television show with a male star or a female star. <laughs> on netflix and you're like i'm sure i pitched that and (laughs) oh what that producer was in the room i am not Specifically talking about any situation here. No, it wasn't Netflix, and that's why I said Netflix. It could have. It was everything it, but sure. Netflix. Hey. Tell us after,
3: yeah. um, and then um, we all know I think I think off. we've all yeah. been in this we situation, do. funnily. Yeah. So let's. That's, that's great, but it needs a man in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> we already have a female-driven project this year yeah, we've on done, this <laughs> channel. We've done yeah. one in ten years. We're clocked. yeah. There's no need for <laughs> more not.
1: shows about. Women. Do you not remember Smack the Pony? (laughs) Guys. uh, We've
3: kind of covered that. As we know, when Knight eventually filed for her patent, she was taken aback when her application was rejected on the grounds that a patent for the same machine had already been awarded to one Charles and Nan. So Knight simply wasn't having it. Goes to court. She's absolutely cash-strapped because she works in a factory for, like, no money. So he has to pay $100 a day to hire a patent attorney to prove that she was the machine's true inventor. We've all been there. Is... <laughs> <laughs> so, as I mentioned before, Charles said that she couldn't have invented it because no woman could ever design such an innovative machine. It was utterly impossible. Oh, God. I mean not that I didn't believe that he you yeah. know that
1: she definitely invented it in the first place Yeah. But the more you, yeah. Yeah. The more you hear not, and you're like, like and also
4: the more I couldn't invent this machine which I totally fucking couldn't the more I'm angry that someone thinks a woman couldn't <laughs> so, no woman in this room could
1: it's still
4: annoying <laughs> yeah. it's still annoying
3: yeah <laughs> Nan's lawyer, Charles Anand's lawyer, actually argued in court that an uneducated, self-taught woman could never have built such a sophisticated machine. Mm. So Knight had to gather her evidence to prove that she was the true inventor. Question, do we think she has good evidence? Yeah, of course she does. Yeah. She was right. Yeah. Um correct. She'd
0: have her little um her sketches and the
3: Yeah. So she reproduced this is the list of stuff. She re- reproduced witnesses from New Hampshire and Massachusetts to attest to her machine it's skills. It's about
0: time she got reproducing. She's a yeah.
3: woman. <laughs> right. <laughs> The bag factory boss bolstered her claim, testifying that the idea for a machine to make flat bottom bags came from a conversation between him and her, and further that he had no doubt whatsoever that it was her idea. Wow. The mechanic who fabricated the patent prototype swore that he made it from her original wooden design. Through the process that she'd been through three machine shops, She's and- gonna
0: win. Oh. And she has She's had- actually gonna win, and that's why we call brown bags Maggie
3: charlie's oh, I we call your them optimism, optimism. Gonna be, you're gonna be so sad if she doesn't win <laughs> she had witnesses from each of the three machine shops testifying her vision and careful instruction no. she had several years worth of drawings and plans Oh God! and eliza mcfarland with whom Knight would live for over 40 years we need to come back to this recalled watching her make one drawing after another of her machine always tweaking and improving the same design. And finally, Knight produced all manner of papers and models documenting her design process, including entries from personal diaries, which she refused to read aloud. (gasps) Okay, there's a swear word in my house. It's more of an ejaculation
4: than a swear word. Um, And by ejaculation, I do mean the inadvertent use of the word. (laughs) Um, I don't mean spunking up a wall. I mean, (laughs) oh, um, okay. um, (laughs) And it's yikes McFarlane. Okay. And I feel the fact that someone is called McFarlane or McFarland <laughs> in this okay. tells me that things did not go her way. She had all of this evidence. Oh. And if she had all of this evidence and she won, you wouldn't be telling us about it. Mm. It would just be like, yeah, she had all this evidence and she won. She okay. lost. She lost. Oh. She had all this I'm not- evidence and she lost. And no one would be
3: happier than me if she won. No Okay, one. okay. Well, well, we will continue. That is her hard evidence versus basically women ain't shit.
1: <laughs> Literally, he just like saw it a couple of times. Yeah. And then said, "Oh, a woman couldn't do that." Yeah. Oh my woman God, couldn't. So therefore, she didn't. Yeah. And do
4: you think, in his heart, he thought she must have stolen it from some man because a woman couldn't do it? He was such a misogynist. He believed she'd stolen it, so it was fine for him to steal it from
3: her. Yeah. It's really hard to work out where m- misogyny ends and economics begins because it's like there's a <laughs> the, life the, in his the, there's a real gambling. He's gambling (laughs) that no one's going to believe her, isn't he? He's like, Mm. he's rolling those dice.
0: I think she wins, and they change patent law. Okay. So we've basically we've got she's got shitloads
3: of evidence (laughs) versus women ain't shit. How long do you think the trial went on for? Four years, six months, three days, sixteen days of testimony. No, you were closest. Do we think that Charles and Anne updated his claims at any point? Yes. He came up
0: with new evidence that showed. Look at this drawing. I'm going to say no. He
4: thought women ain't shit was
3: enough. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah, do you think he changed? Then do you think he updated anything?
1: i don't know yeah I, I feel like maybe he he didn't he, he wasn't scared because he just thought yeah you're right it, it was enough basically he's he you
3: know he's got women are dumb bitches they can't invent stuff and then she's got all this proof and he's slightly on the ropes so he then goes that his modifications which let's face it are presumably changes introduced because he could not perfectly remember the details of her model made his a different machine
1: so he's painting for something else, is what you're saying? Yeah, he's claiming... significantly different.
3: Well, this is it. If she wasn't allowed a painting, I can't imagine that it's different enough. But it's just... It's, I really feel like... I, when I was researching this case, I found that almost as annoying as the fact that he'd been such a cunt in the first place. Because it's like... Like when women say something in a meeting room and they don't say it like loudly enough and then a man repeats it and everyone goes, oh yeah, great idea. But like- Did they not say it loud enough? Or was she just absolutely ignored? Yeah, yeah. ignored. Mm. And then, but I feel like this is an example of that. But then someone's going, oh mate, she just said that. Like, so he's actually been called out. You know, it's like- Yeah, that's why then, he changed his... And then he's like, oh, it's just different enough. Like, well, I'm going to that... give you guys a chance to make one final choice. Do you think- Patten that Do you program. think <laughs> Margaret Knight won? Yeah. No. You think no? You think yes? No, I know the history of the world.
1: I think the history of the world. Oh, I know so the why
3: you're asking me because because okay. no she didn't she's Hillary. I, I can now reveal.
0: Oh my god! Okay. Oh, I really <laughs> hope she did.
1: Fucking! I hope she did. Okay, I hope I'm is, wrong.
0: You're gonna be like, uh huh, and I'm gonna be so disappointed. Okay.
3: <laughs> Margaret Night One. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, uh, that was the first time we've all
3: hugged in <laughs> a <laughs>
4: podcast recording. Such a
3: celebration. Like right, We've
4: just got the vote, listeners. You know what? You
3: know. Do you know what? Your cynicism is justified because she actually sort of got told off in the courtroom that in the end the commissioner of patents found in favour of Knight though officials could not resist chastising her for waiting so long to apply for her patent however since Knight was not a man of business this oversight was forgiven no! Oh my God. God.
4: That's forgiven the last for word. not being a man how <laughs>
3: could you know
4: you're only a lady girl <laughs>
1: I, so I so feel like Maggie, the musical go. is coming. I, about. I'm yes. going
4: to do the Guilty Feminist Drunk because I I never drink before work. <laughs> <laughs> I have a real policy. Some comedians enjoy beer and they think oh it loosens me up. I'm like no, I have to be faster than the audience. It's ideal if they've had a drink and I haven't, and if they have two, I can have one. But I can't guarantee that, so I never had drink before work. But this experience has shown me a slippery slope <laughs> towards a spiral of
3: alcoholism.
0: That's, that's all we aim for. Margaret
3: Knight won her court case and in 1869 filed the necessary paperwork in the patent office. Two years later, on July 11th, 1871, she received patent number 100 for <laughs> her bag machine. Um, and her invention revolutionized the paper industry. It's like
0: a patent to make you feel special. <laughs>
3: You'll be happy to know Go on. that Queen Victoria decorated Margaret Knight in, <gasps> oh! 18, in 1871. Wow, yes, yes, she did. Serious? Yeah, I mean, it was a, her invention was a really big deal, and her yeah, case okay, oh, was Oh, British big. people love the paper bag. Yeah. How did they buy all their penny sweets? Well, quite. Mm. So, armed with her newly minted patent, Knight moved to Connecticut, where she started her own company, the Eastern Paper Bag Company. Her machine made square bottom bags quickly, the machine that made the bags became staples of local grocery stores and large well-known department stores such as Macy's. Um, throughout her life, Knight was awarded more than 20 patents for almost 100 different inventions. Wow. She created a machine cobblers used to cut the soles of shoes, a sewing machine reel, a prolonged barbecue spit for cooking meat, a paper feeding machine, a numbering mechanism, a dress and a skirt protector, a clasp to keep robes modestly closed, and even devices for rotary engines. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that
1: like?
3: <laughs> Uh, she invented devices, rotary engines when she developed an interest in automobiles later in life. At age 70, she was still working 20 hours a day on new inventions. At the time of her death in 1919, an obituary described the 76-year-old Margaret Knight as a woman Edison, yet she died leaving an estate valued at only at $275, oh. uh, the equivalent of $7,000 today, because woman Edison ain't paid properly. Wow. Later in life, Knight did bemoan, I'm only sorry I couldn't have had a good as good a chance as a boy and have been put to my trade regularly. The wow. end. Yeah.
1: Yes, my game. <laughs> Drunk women sold crime. Right,
3: we Maybe have just made enough bag. time to deal with a listener crime somebody Ooh. has <gasps> written in with. Excellent. Now, I believe that this it was is. one that we acquired from one of our live shows. Mm. So it is anonymous. Uh-huh. It was on a piece of paper. Um, it is a short crime. It says... Someone left a marrow and green beans in the shape of a phallus on my doorstep. Who done it? Ooh. Sorry. It's,
0: What's a marrow again? I, I like, like a vegetable. It's, root vegetable. It's
3: like a courgette, but bigger.
0: Oh, so it, okay. It's long, oh, I when say, I was at no.
4: Oxford, not to go back to that. But <laughs> somebody put in my pigeonhole. Not a euphemism. <laughs> a chocolate finger in an envelope. Like a cho- like a chocolate Ooh, finger biscuit. What? Okay. And I think they were sending me the finger. I'm just going to
1: say that. But you so just I patented it.
4: I, I <laughs> yeah. failed to patent it. They just made you finger. money. <laughs> and I'm going to suggest yeah. that this person is giving you the finger. So who? So you have to look around. Okay. I don't know who in your community wants you dead, <laughs> or at least insulted. But it's that person. So someone so you screwed over. It's probably the ex of the person you're seeing.
3: Okay. So so with that in mind, is that who you think sent you the finger?
4: No, I don't know who sent me the finger, but I'm pretty sure they were sending me the finger.
1: Is it not somebody just saying, Oh, that is a nice snack"? Yeah, no, I would have in eaten the that shit of a, in, the of a, in the shape of a phallus. Wait, no, no, no I mean you. If someone, do, if somebody sent me one like, a finger, a chocolate no, finger, a box
4: of chocolate fingers is a present. One chocolate finger is non, in an envelope is an insult. No, I would, I'm would have eaten it. You would
1: thing. have oh, eaten it. One hundred percent. Nom 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 nom. Did Deborah? I've poisoned the <laughs> chocolate <laughs> finger.
4: There yeah, was no note with it, and I checked that before I ate the chocolate finger. But I was
3: like, it's a chocolate finger. And, and, yeah. yeah, I had a well, cup of coffee on my hand. Do hands. this with a marrow <laughs> and whatever. The well, other thing is. I mean, that is a good question, though. Did they? Did this Wait, it's person eat the marrow? Yeah, someone left a marrow and green beans in the shape of phallus on my doorstep. You Who know, boys usually do that just because they I like you.
4: <laughs> Can you <laughs> not please project the psycho? You don't project on girls, like, oh, if a boy pulls your hair, he likes you he's hurting you and abusing you and you must not put that out there no they didn't do it because they like you yeah. they're insulting you that's why i was joking about you. it
3: <laughs> well taylor <laughs> it's not a subject for comedy even if you're this drunk okay also we don't know the gender of the person that this happened to this no. could be a boy or a girl also yeah, what so is wait, it okay. we don't know
4: the sexual, sexual orientation or the sexual orientation of the, we of the perpetrator we, do, we know the victim. they have a doorstep
3: they, <laughs> I'm sorry no, I'm confused about the vegetables
4: really gives again. a lot of information about their sexual orientation or their gender It it's a marrow and what uh, green beans thing is, isn't
3: green, green beans? beans you know when I first read it they made a pattern but I think it's two green beans which no don't, those really are don't not like. testicles I, I don't understand this green beans
4: it's... do not replicate testicles no, really. I think it's got to be a bunch of green beans in the shape of a testicle
3: well it could be
0: they misread this signal they have Completely misread this vegetable signal. Oh, that means like, do you wanna do you I wanna hang a question, out? is this a
4: crime? I feel like it's, it could so be no. an it could be an offering.
1: It's... Was it like a cardo? Did they order really? someone? <laughs> they ordered some marrows is this like and an green
3: cards. You know what? It could imagine that, order. right? You know, like when people see like the face of Jesus on a crisp or something, <laughs> it could just be some marrow and he's like, oh my god, it looks like a cock and balls because he or she it's like oh, she's. sees penises everywhere. I, Make a sauce,
0: cook it up. Get over yourself. There are women who have been fighting for patents and you're worried about vegetables. I'm gonna them.
4: suggest you change the locks.
3: Mm-hmm. And you You think there's a level of threat here? Yes.
4: I okay. just think I just think anytime you get an unsolicited dick pic,
3: yeah. Even, yeah. even if it's
4: metaphorical, you need to change those locks.
3: Okay. See I think it I think it's kids messing around. it's like if you have brothers or sisters or friends that live nearby I think someone's just messing around
1: I don't know how many kids are like let's get a fucking marrow and fuck some shit up <laughs> well
3: it could be in the countryside <laughs> there could be marrows for days. Oh, I grew up in the countryside man. in the
1: countryside
4: children have less to do and they <laughs> Parody, okay. please don't write it if you're the from the countryside. Is, this is a parody, <gasps> I'm satirizing it. The, very the worst
1: thing that has been done with a marrow is marrow jam has been made, which is I'm, fucking disgusting. very sure that that is that's a the worst thing <laughs> that's been done with a marrow.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay,
3: I think okay, <laughs> okay, we did
0: countryside thing because we did something called
3: corning, which is
0: <laughs> just throw corn at people's houses like that's So we did in the country. Okay. All right, so
3: listener, just be glad they weren't throwing it at your house like corning. said mm-hmm. um, this is abuse and you don't say just be glad you weren't abused more. <laughs> <laughs> we say all kinds of inappropriate things, Deborah. We're a drunk <laughs> podcast. <Because we're> <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that's as good a place as I need to go. We solved it we solved it. Hooray. Oh, Deborah, what mm. would you like
4: to plug? What are you up to? We are doing a Guilty Feminist tour around the country to big theatres. Awesome. Um, It's going to be an extravaganza. On every episode, there's going to be stand-up comics. There's going to be music. Wow. It's like feminist variety. It's going to be great. We're coming to a town near you. Also, my book is out in paperback um, right now. It's just come out. Awesome. Uh, and so you can buy that if you if you were like holding off because, you know, the paperback, let's be clear, is expensive and unwieldy. <laughs> <laughs> and also my movie, Say My Name, yes, uh, yeah. is out at uh, checkguiltyfeminist.com and you will see live shows coming up, recorded podcasts coming up. We're doing the Secret <laughs> Policeman's Tour in 2019. Uh, we will be at the Hackney Empire in June, the Edinburgh Festival in August. And uh, we will be somewhere else in the country uh, towards the end of the year. So, again, check guiltyfilms.com or the Amnesty website uh, for the Secret Policeman's Tour. Cool.
1: Amazing. Thank Thank you. you.
3: Drunk Women Solving Crime is produced by Amanda Redman. Music by The Lion and the Wolf. If you would like to, you can follow us on Drunk Women Pod on Twitter, on Facebook and Insta. We are Drunk Women Solving Crime. And please review us on Apple Podcasts. And also, if you have a crime that you would like us to solve, write it on a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Thank you to AKES and thank you for listening.
0: Bye!